like I'm probably closer to Ryan than any of my brothers or sisters, mm-hmm. just because we do spend so much time talking about things. Clarksville's Conversation, a podcast that brings you interesting conversations with fascinating people from around Clarksville and Montgomery County. Hey, this is Charlie, and I'm here with Katie and our guest today for Clarksville's Conversation, where you get a chance to eavesdrop on our conversations with some leaders, uh, innovators, and just movers and shakers in our community. And Katie's here to introduce our guest today. Well, I'm excited to have these two in with us today because I get the pleasure of working with them every single day. So today we have Ryan and Gretchen with Q108's Morning Show, and you, these two are celebrating 14 years together. So we're going to discuss some of that behind the scenes stuff. And and I'm sure working with Ryan that Gretchen's going to share some interesting things with us that are kind of funny, we'll huh? We'll find out. Where do we qualify? Where do we... He's uh, the mover, I'm the shaker. Yeah, who's the mover? Who's the shaker? He's who's the influencer? the mover, I'm the shaker. Neither one of us I would agree with that. I would agree <laughs> that she, you're the mover, he, she's the shaker. <laughs> and I believe you are both influencers in, oh, in your so. own way. In our They're very humble, though. They don't give themselves enough credit. Hmm. Hmm. Although, Charlie Kuhn, I Uh-oh. love... Every time I see an event going on and there's pictures on Clarksville Now or something, it's it's the many erotic poses of Charlie Kuhn because you're like every erotic. Did you have to use That's the word erotic? Yeah, no, I know. What I, kind of magazines are you in? I don't know, but this is we, this, we, this is going south already. Let's refocus, Ryan. We will ask you the questions. This is our good show. Luck with that. This is our that. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. So so I'm gonna go ahead and start with my question. Okay. And we do this must ask you a question, and you always do my intro, but I don't think Ryan would let us get through that process so i have a question for in honor of the mustache he must ask you a question (laughs) so i have a question it's for both of you we'll say let gretchen go first okay so ladies first okay so you guys have been doing this 14 years you you know you you know each other well but i'm sure you listen to other broadcasters and um personalities if you could trade ryan for somebody else who would you pick? Who would be like a dream partner for you? For like the radio show? Yeah, for the, the radio show. And yeah, would they sorry. have to be from? No, they nope. could be anywhere. No. Anybody in the world. Really difficult. Even if it's not a radio personality. Ooh, Just someone somebody. fun to hang out with. Do you have an answer? Because I, I'm No, I, I get to go it. second. I get to think of one. See, See, that really is unfair. He is the advantage on that. Yeah. Oh, hard question. Okay. We'll ask Ryan. You know, know, first of all, you know Ryan's all feely sometimes. So your best answer would probably be, I wouldn't want anyone else other than Ryan. You could go with that. He did get a blank look on his face. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Um, Before I came here, um, the last job I worked at, my wife would fill in for my co-host when she was sick and she actually was pretty darn good um so if i had to pick somebody to replace gretchen it would be my wife he's just trying to get problems yeah that's kind of that's, <laughs> that's kind of cheesy right. i really expected yeah. you know i, I love I your wife like but Katie i really Perry. expected you know not to you not to be kissing up to her in the first five minutes of the show i thought you might get on down the road with it <laughs> <laughs> Kissing up to me? No, his oh, wife. His wife. Can, we, yeah. can we stop for a second real quick? No. Um, and I want to talk about, because Charlie's must ask you a question. I don't know, Charlie, how you get away with it. Because, and maybe you've noticed this. I had a mustache 
about a year ago. It was for Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, I just kept on going with it. But I've never had so many people that I, I don't know, I don't have a relationship with, come up to me and say, shave that stupid thing off. It's because you, you never had one. They wouldn't know him any different without it. But does but yeah. you hear that? Do people tell you, like, like make fun of your mustache? Because you you pull it. I wish I could be more Cooney in my, my, Cooney. my mustache. He called you Cooney. More like Charlie Coon. Hey, Gretchen. Did you think you were going to do an interview? Hey, Gretchen, let me did share something Did you come today <laughs> thinking you were going to ask questions? You I know were, when little boys go through puberty and they start getting a mustache? Yeah. He's never shaved it I, from I, then. How did this go south so quick? <laughs> I mean, when you prep for a show, which you guys do daily it's because it's, it's usually things that you're going to talk about not people yeah you know we we need to reevaluate well his, maybe his you contract. should come on their show and talk about your mustache or something no I, no this is not what this he told me about. a while ago he told me a while ago that he had somebody tell him that he should uh, sh auction to shave that thing off for charity It'd be so white underneath there. Oh, it'd be like, it's, so it'd be like a, a baby's a really behind. <laughs> no, my, I remember my dad had his had his he's had a mustache his whole life, much like you, since he was he hit puberty. And I remember when I was a kid, my puberty's been really popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad. This is awkward. When I was like twelve, my dad shaved his mustache off. It was the strangest. Like you, when you yeah. know someone as one way, and dad comes home from work, and all of a sudden he's got a bare lip I was like who is this man that kind of looks like my dad but Charlie I just bring that up because I'm jealous of the of the the stash cred that you have well I, I appreciate I appreciate that and uh, you know okay you guys have been let's <laughs> let's switch directions here you guys have been together 14 years yep. now Gretchen had the show and then Ryan kind of came along mm -hmm. yeah. do you remember the first day that he came in like what was your like first impression of that fella I, I mm. Well, they actually put him on the air uh, when he came in for an interview, and mm -hmm. they threw him on the air for like 30 minutes or something. Yeah, and I, it's funny because I had never used the technology that they have here in the building ever before. And so, did he mess up a whole lot? Oh, did you, oh, did you want my impression? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because uh, Ron's kind of a funny fella. He can be kind of quirky. No, no. I, I had big props for him because he didn't, you know, he didn't know it was going to happen. They didn't give him any time to familiarize himself with the board. And they're just like, well, we'll go ahead and do it for 30 minutes and let's see. And I thought, well, what kind of test is that? That's Were not... you scared to death? I was terrified. Oh, it was, mm -hmm. yeah. Because this is like, I either get this job or I don't get this job. Yes. Right, right. No, I really felt for him because I thought that was kind of a cruel thing to do, you know, without any heads up, without any training, just like put him on. Because it's like saying, you know, you you drive a, a automatic and they say, okay, Katie, here's a, here's here's a, a manual. Yeah. See what you can do. You know, and at the same time, try to be entertaining and, you know, no, I, I, I felt for him. And yeah. get along with your co-host and work the board. People don't realize how much goes in behind the yeah. scenes. Yep. So you probably don't know this. What time do you guys arrive in the morning? Gretchen arrives earlier, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, sometimes, at least like this morning when Ryan got here first. But yeah, I mean, it can be anywhere between 3.30 and 4.30, depending on the day, yeah. Because these guys don't just come in, yeah. turn on the mic, and start broadcasting. There's right. prep that goes into it. What's going on? So tell us a little bit about all that, because there's a lot of work that goes into doing a show, right? We, um... We have it divided now where, you know, we just come in and work on the sections that we're supposed to work on. Because for Ryan, there's a whole lot more to it than just our show. He's got other things for other stations that he has to do, and all that has to be done in the morning. 
and and so we just come in and get our separate parts done. Do y'all have any asking questions? Uh, I'm listening. I'm Do y'all have any moments in your 14 years that just really stick out to you as memorable, like whether funny, emotional, all of the above? Um, I will say that I remember when I interviewed for the job, and Scott, our boss, is going to hate me bringing this up, but I remember I've heard in this the story. interview. He said to me, he goes, we already have a star. We just need someone to push buttons. And so I had never met him. He's Gretchen the before. monkey. Right. And so, you know. And we'll, I never heard. That. I mean, I only heard that from Ryan. Right. She, so, yeah, you, it wasn't I, Gretchen yeah. who said this. It was our boss. And so, and I remember. Which is odd coming from Scott because he's such a kind, laid yes. back right. person. Yes yes, yes, yes. And I knew Gretchen had been on Survivor um, season one. And he mentioned that a couple times, like, you know, she was on. Survivor. He was just proud of you, right, Gretchen. He, was, he, he was. was proud of you. And when, I, and, and when I was interviewing, he, he pulled this book out. It was like the, uh, the greatest moments in reality TV book. No, goes, uh, no Here way. She is. She's right on it page was it was, 15 or whatever. Was it it was like, yeah, television. Yeah. It was like in the history of television. It was like. And so I, I thought. <laughs> the look I, on her face. Right, it's awesome. I thought this was like the biggest moment in Gretchen's life, right? And so when I started doing the show, I remember always trying to weave Survivor into it. Because, yeah. I mean, this was like not too long after you were on. Right. Thinking that, you know. That she was excited. This was the yeah. greatest moment of Gretchen's life, and how can I weave this in as, as often as possible? And I remember it was probably the, the, the 20 or 30th time that I tried to take a conversation and be like, well, is this kind of like when you were on the island back in Survivor? We turned the microphones off, and Gretchen said, I just, it was like, it was like 30 days of my life. We can talk <laughs> about other things. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, in the interview. He was a little starstruck himself, right, wasn't boss, he? Uh, well, oh, yeah. well the, Scott did ask me if I watched the season, first season of Survivor in the interview. Did you? No, I didn't, but I told Scott that I did because I wanted oh. a job. Because mm -hmm. I was working nights at the, when that show was on, but I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I watched every episode. I love Gretchen. It was, it was... It was a sham when she got voted off that even though I didn't even know on there. So that was... I remember that, that moment where she was like, you know, it's just like 30 days of my, mm -hmm. of, of my life and there's more to me than that. I'm like, oh God, I, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to... <laughs> He was starstruck. You know, yeah. you, know you, you listened to that, and I remember you being on there because I, I knew you some. Uh, I don't know if that was after you were on Survivor or before when you would come in the music store. That's when I got to know. I, that was probably after. Oh, yeah, after. because of my son. Yeah, yeah, because of your son. But, you know, that sounds like a, a, big, a big time period for you. But is there something else in your life that really stands out as a, a crowning moment? You know, it's easy to look at, at a show like that and think, man, Gretchen's awesome. She's on this show. But is there something that you reflect back on your life that you think this is really a crowning achievement? I mean, for, my for kids, you? for sure, everybody would say, yeah, you know, yeah. their kids. But I mean, my time at uh, in the Air Force at Sears School, that was, yeah. I mean, that was the hardest thing I've ever, you know, delivering kids was a lot easier. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And it's the, probably the thing I'm most proud of. Yeah. How long were you in the Air Force? Six years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And did, do you think that that did help you during that other experience on Survivor? Just, oh no, just I thought it would, and it did not at all. Really, <laughs> it did not. It had it had so little to do with actual surviving. It was yeah. just a mind game, yeah. you know, where you. Well, I know Ryan came here to Clarksville for to be on the morning show with you. Mm -hmm. Did the Air Force bring you to Clarksville? No, actually, the Army brought me to Clarksville. Okay. Because Dale was wanted to fly for the 160th, so that's why we came. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we appreciate your service and and, and all that. I mean, that, that means a lot to us. It really Thank does. You. 
She's very humble. <laughs> she can be humble, but there's a lot of people like me that didn't didn't take that path. Well, I think she's pretty badass to do all that Air Force here stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's too. pretty hardcore. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's actually really cool. All the things that, that she's done and, and I've learned just by osmosis being around her. Um, yeah, she's done some really, really cool things that I would have no idea. Like what? One's, what's one of the things that surprised you the most? Um, well, first of all, I didn't know she was one of the first female SEER instructors. I didn't know what SEER was. Wow, I didn't know that either, Gretchen. That's yeah. impressive. And so that was cool. And so my kids all yeah. thought that that was awesome, mm -hmm. you know, especially when Miss Gretchen came to my daughter's Girl Scout troop and showed them all how to start a fire and stuff like that. They just thought that was about the neatest thing. Can you take like sticks and start a fire or rocks? I can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, she can. Right. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Something really funny that happened on the air one time is, uh, well, no, I mean, we weren't aware of it that it happened on the air, but Ryan and myself, we had brought something up about the school. And then my son, who's now a SEER instructor, called me to say, that one of the guys that he works with, his dad called and told him, he's like, some chick in Clarksville is claiming to have been a SEER instructor. She's a big liar. Yeah, some oh woman God. on the radio in Clarksville is pretending to be really? a SEER instructor yeah. and lying. Yeah. Like, accusing Gretchen of stolen valor. Yeah. Oh, my word. Because there's, I mean, it's, it's so rare. First of all, it's a very small And they said this to your son. They, his, the father of, of a SEER instructor called his son and said, like, there's this girl. I, I think the guy's from Aaron or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all call him up and school him? No, no. no we no. just. We, I think we did laugh about it on the. We air, did. Though. We did. Um, but your son, who's now the SEER instructor, heard about that, and he was like, "That's my mom." That's my mom. And she actually was yeah. a SEER instructor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a rare thing. Is so. it not a small world, though? I know it is. Oh, yeah. wow, that's interesting. When you were asking about, um, there was like two things that hit me when you said something about. Uh, like moments and one of them was you know we used to do the toy drive like exclusively by ourselves so that mm -hmm. was like days mm -hmm. of prep in advance and then standing out there for you know two and a half days 24 hour 24 7 like we never left they, yeah they spent and, the night uh, out there and it was exhausting and then after that we would you know divide the toys and deliver the toys mm -hmm. and so we were we, like a five or six day process yeah right? of just go 24 7 yeah. and so we were driving back from hopkinsville after delivering toys to sanctuary incorporated and uh Ryan just looked at me and he goes, my wife's pregnant. He looked like he was going <laughs> to like to get that when you are so like physically and mentally exhausted. And he's like, my wife's pregnant. <laughs> and I didn't want to say congratulations or I'm sorry. <laughs> was this the youngest? He was yeah, exhausted. Yeah. yeah, it was like, I think it was overwhelming for him at the time. But then, you know, it, it came out to be like one of the best things that ever happened to him. But like when you are in that like state and you think that you are, you have both decided that you were done and then. <laughs> well, we, you know, honestly, when my wife and I, when we came to Clarksville, we thought this would be a stop, a mm -hmm. stop on a longer journey. Yeah. Um, when you have kids, it changes everything. Though. Yeah, it did. And, and I, I did not think when we came here 14 years ago that I would be able to say that, you know, my kids have only known this this is this is their hometown i thought it'd be five mm -hmm. years and we'd be on to somewhere else but which is traditional in radio. yeah yeah, yeah. i thought we thought my family thought the yeah. same thing yeah. yeah and then you kind of you kind of realize that clarksville has these wonderful things it's a small town but there's a lot of big town advantages to it and it's a really great place 
for kids. To raise a family, yeah, yes, I agree with really that. Yeah, it really is. The school system here is great. I'm not just saying that because my wife is a teacher. But, you know, they, they've got a good education, and so it became home. And I did not expect Clarksville to be home. And so not expecting that, and then only wanting two kids, and then a third kid shows up. It's been a lot of a lot of surprises. Yeah. On the so was he distraught when he told you that that they were just exhausted? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. he was. I well, we did not want three kids, but now I couldn't imagine. Yeah, without. Hopefully, really. your third daughter doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> no. No, I told her. I said you are not a part of the plan, kid. Yeah, I'm sure glad you, you showed. Oh up, yeah, so. no, he loves her to pieces. And then the second time was when. You, you know, like we spend probably as much time just talking and knowing each other as any married mm -hmm. couple ever does. And you know that when you first start off on the air, um, it's like a lot of things that you have to do in sync and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And I think probably the majority of the time it doesn't work out where one person's thinking it's, I gotta move on to somebody else. Um, and it, so, I, I mean, with Jack, when he was first here, it took like six months for us to get to know each other to the point of where we knew what was off limits and what, you know, and so, and then with Ryan, it, it was a shorter time, but it was still like some time to get to know each other. So, you know, when, when things happen in your life, like I would say as a brother and so, like I'm probably closer to Ryan than any of my brothers or sisters mm -hmm. just because we do spend so much time talking about things um, but but we're, we're never like I'm not a huggy person or anything mm -hmm. and so when my house flooded and you know I said to, my neighbor called and she said Gretchen when's the last time you saw your house because I went to stay somewhere else that night and I said last yesterday evening and she goes this was while we were on the air and she goes you, you might want to come take a look at it mm -hmm. and uh, I remember that day so I left like an hour early. we were still on the air and I just it was like 8 30 and was I it, left was it, 2009 it was April it was 10, May yeah. 2010 yeah and so uh, I said okay and I said Ryan I'm gonna go look at my house I don't know I mean it wouldn't have mattered would have made no difference if I had waited a 24 hours to go look at it because yeah. you couldn't see it anyway right you know? but I did I went down Gretchen's and at the it. flood if I remember right was uh, all you could see was the roof of your the house the roof yeah mm -hmm. and um so the next day I came in and uh, and and I probably felt a lot like Ryan felt when he found out he was having another baby. Oh, mine was. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and he just comes over and he's like, he doesn't know whether to hug me or what, not. Yeah. It was just, like so awkward. I just <laughs> felt for him, you know, that he was like, I don't know what to do. He's like, uh. <laughs> you know, though, that brings up a point about what you guys do that people don't realize because that day Gretchen found out her house was flooding. I mean, she finished her show yeah. she did her Basically. show that morning because part I mean we are entertainment we play music right. but a big piece of what we do is serve our community with information so I it takes a lot of courage to be able to finish a show to try to help people through the flooding what bridges are being closed she went to work with her house being able to see it got off work and all you could see was the roof and you yeah. just broadcasted through all that you had to be told not to come into work the next day I remember that like it was Scott and Katie like, why don't you take a couple days? Well, they did. I mean, they did. And like, nobody told me to come in. Like, and I knew that there were no expectations to come in, but literally, I mean, until the water goes down and they come by and the city says you can go into yeah. it, you know, you, yeah. you, there's nothing you can well, do you anyway. Can. So instead of standing around and just being nervous about what am I going to do? I said, just, I'll take those days when I have to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, it, it works out with the schedule that I have when I'd left, mm -hmm. you know, I'd, I'd go work on the house and then, 
and come back to work the next day. So it, it worked. It all worked out. But I mean, literally, there was, you know, people were like, yeah, look at you coming to work. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> Stand and look at the money. You know, this this <laughs> conversation with them is amazing because I can just sit back and, and I remember a lot of these things and just just watching you talk about it. And, and all I can think of is how do you get through that? You know, your house is pretty much, everything's destroyed. How do you get through that process? And I'm just sitting back here thinking the whole time, what would I have done? I'd have probably jumped up, ran out there, swam to my house and done, you know, and mm -hmm. acted it's like I- the, I mean, but there's like, there was <clears throat> nothing to, you know, I mean, there's really yeah. nothing you could do. Yeah. And until you could start dragging the stuff out, you know, and, and you know, you, no one would want that to happen and yeah. there's no plan for that. I mean, you just take it one day at a time, like you just try yeah. to, um, and then I tried to use it too on the air because I know it was happening to a lot of people yeah. mm -hmm. and you know, I would come in and say something to Ryan about like the insurance company is not my insurance, but the flood insurance company. I was really happy with my insurance company, but you know, they came back with an initial estimate and everything was ruined. Like everything yeah. was like ruined. water to the ceiling. Yeah. 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 And they would, they came back with an initial estimate of like $20,000. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And so, I mean, we would talk about on the air, like the struggle. And because, other people were probably dealing with yeah, the same be, struggles. Because I knew that other people were going through the same struggle. And for a lot of people, you don't know, like, don't sign anything. Don't sign an initial check. Don't sign anything until you get what, what you feel is a fair value yeah. for, you know, it was, that was probably the hardest part because remodeling and that kind of thing and ripping out. And, you know, I, I like that kind of stuff, actually. I mean, on my schedule, not mother nature schedule yeah. but um but when it came to that i just thought that's just a slap in the face you know and it opened my eyes to what a lot of people go through when they have fires yeah. when they have other things about insurance companies trying to come in and undercut them so for us i think that was probably the the biggest thing we could do for people is just help them through the process of and you probably don't realize the lives that you touch through that because yeah. not everybody's gonna call and go hey i heard that and because right. of yeah. that i did this right. so i was going to ask you you know as as radio personalities you know, I'm, you're talented. You guys could go do many different things, but why do you, one, why do you do it in Clarksville and why do you do it? Why, why, why is this your profession? What, what gratification do you get from it? What, what, what are the goods, you know, the highs and lows of radio? Well, I'm going to let Ryan speak to it first because he is a real radio person and this building is filled with real radio people like people who loved it from birth and yeah. people who you know who who love doing what they do so i'm gonna let him answer that question well, thank you gretchen <laughs> uh, no my mom years ago said to me you should either be a game show host or which I can see yeah you're getting into radio yeah yeah and mm -hmm. so Merv Griffin was not hiring <laughs> but, but radio was yeah. and so it's just it's fun because it's different every day you know there's yeah. it, it's it, it's different it's fun you meet really interesting people mm -hmm. I mean our, our building is full of really interesting characters and no two days are the same and as I was talking about earlier I, I thought Clarksville would be a five-year stop but here we are 14 years. 
Do you, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was, go ahead. Didn't, didn't you, I mean, you left it briefly and your wife said, go back. Yeah, right? yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just picture him in the kitchen, like trying to be entertaining. Table, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I, I actually, I got out of radio for a while. I was, the last radio job I had was kind of, you know, you, you have a rough manager, someone that's constantly micromanaging you and, you know, that can suck all the fun out of. Um, Any job, yeah. frankly. Yeah, and so I had a really bad manager who just made work not fun. And so I'm like, I'm obviously not cut out for this. And so I got out of the business um, for a while, and I sold used cars. Uh, ask me about that sometime. But, but my wife's like, you have <laughs> I can't to. even imagine. Yeah. Can yeah. you? No, I can't imagine. <clears throat> yeah, you have to no. go back. My wife's like, you have to go back. And so I, I started looking for jobs, and, you know, there was a, a couple of, of possibilities, and it just seemed like... Clarksville was was the right was the right place. Was the right place. Yeah, and I think it's I stayed because it's just good people, great town. There's really there's nothing that I'm like, boy, this this life would be perfect if it wasn't for blank. Yeah, yeah. So why not just? So Gretchen mentioned a couple memorable moments. Do you have anything that jumps out at you? Hmm. I will say it's funny that my kids used to get asked what it was like having Gretchen as a mom. And they were. Oh, that's great! I that. thought we were. They were yeah. like uh, when they were younger. Right, they were younger. They, were younger. they would go to yeah. preschool, and uh, the the kids would go, "Hey, what is it like having Gretchen as your mommy?" And they'd be like, "Gretchen ain't my mom." <laughs> <laughs> um, Aiden, uh, some of my son's friends will come up to me and go, "Hey, Miss Katie, do you really know Ryan and Gretchen?" <laughs> yes, I do. No, and, I oh, do. I was um, I was emceeing an event at Austin P, and there was a, a college student. Who was a who was who went back in her mid twenties, and she said she goes, "Oh my God, I listened to you for the longest time. I used to go to middle school, listen to you in the car." And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "I have a, <laughs> yeah. ch I have a yeah. child now, and we listen to you." And I'm like, "Have I been here long enough for people to have kids to listen?" Yeah. Yes, you yes, have. Well, Fourteen yes, years. Am. Yes, I am. And it flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Teachers go through that, and your wife mm -hmm. will, will go through that. You know, Tracy's been teaching this her twenty fourth year, and she's got. You know, you she have. She must start when she's like ten. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you have uh, Nicole who works here that was in one of her classes, and you see Nicole running around here. Grown woman. Yeah. A grown yeah. Woman. yeah. Tracy's like. Really? How old am I? <laughs> exactly. She might just kill me for that. I'm well, not let me sure. tell you what, Charlie. If, if and because we're in radio, and people just hear us. I can float under the radar, and most people aren't like, "Oh, that's Ryan from Q108." Yeah. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Um, so it's no big deal. And if people recognize me, it's just like, "Oh, hi, listen to you." You have never seen like excitement when you're at a grocery store and someone recognizes your spouse who's a teacher, like, "Oh." This is Pluckle yeah, Man. Yeah, and it's like, right. I feel like such a second fiddle because I'm like, yeah, you, you should to you your wife. <laughs> you should. Yeah, but I do a radio show. Um, so that's, that's, that's a humble well, You're both touching lives. So that's, that's important. Yeah. You know, years yeah, ago when I was a sales rep, because I started in sales, and we would go work events or fairs or whatever, because mm -hmm. you're right. They hear you, but they don't always know what you look like, especially right. back when I started because you didn't have the internet going and all that. Yeah. I'll be working the booths and people come to me and go, oh, are you so-and-so from morning show? I'd be like, sure. Will you autograph this? <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, I am. 
nice to meet you. <laughs> I, I can see, I can see you doing that. Yeah, nobody wants to. Everybody asks me, "Well, what do you do?" Well, I might clean the toilets today. I'm just <laughs> chopped liver over here. Well, I, I think it's pretty neat what y'all do and and how good you work together. You know, it's it's easy. You know, you're driving down the street and you just kind of pop over there on Q108, and and you guys are kind of you know going at it and, and chatting. And it's, you have a very it, good chemistry. It, it's really good. I I really enjoy it. So what, uh, before we leave, yeah. talk to us about 14 years. So what is the next year, two years? What are some plans? Do you have anything you just keep doing what you're doing? or? That's a very good question. We don't plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you at 3 in the morning tomorrow what well, we're planning. Yeah, right. Our goal of the show has always been to not make it sound like a pre-rehearsed show right but a conversation between two people that enjoy each other's company mm -hmm. and that's always I, I think you can you can go lots of places and get a pre-produced show mm -hmm. but we're hoping that it's just because it sounds like a conversation between two people that you enjoy kind of like this podcast a right, conversation yeah, right. between friends right e exactly so that's kind of the goal and i guess I'm hoping that that style of radio is in fashion for the next couple of years, because if it isn't, we're going to have to start <laughs> screaming. Well, I've been reading a lot of articles about radio lately, and yeah. it ain't going anywhere. They say that radio listenership is still where it always was. So Well, good, because we'll mm -hmm. be here uh, telling people in Clarksville good morning. And and you know, just being local, letting yeah. people sharing information and yep. having fun. Yeah, That's cool. you know, I, I keep going back to this. I start thinking about teachers and and what you guys do. You really do get to touch a lot of people and you're having fun with it. But you also bring important information and guidance and help to mm -hmm. people, even if you don't realize that you're doing that because when you send out any information well, that's helping somebody and right and what people don't realize let's say that there's an ice storm yep these guys will come in ahead of the ice storm and just hang out in the studio till they go on air because they know that when when people are getting up in the morning getting ready for work they need to know can i get to work yeah so a lot of people don't realize the dedication that these guys have behind the scenes to make sure that when you get up in your nice cozy bed and your alarm goes off at 6 30 you can turn these guys on and know what to do we um when you talk about disseminating information we there was something in the associate press about tennessee and how the state of tennessee has so much money that is owed to people and people aren't collecting it and so they're planning on setting up kiosks throughout the next couple of months like the southern women's show etc um and so we went and looked up the website and we said oh the website's there you don't even need to go to kiosk you can just type your name in and see if the you know if the state owes you any money yeah. it's I'm not really from it the state it's from um like maybe a cable company or insurance mm -hmm. company you know they're required to give that money then to somebody then if they can't we, find you we are required even to give it to it if we can't yeah to this yeah yep. mm -hmm. so you never know where it's coming from but they said they have like a billion dollars or something yeah. they have like an ungodly amount of money that remains unclaimed so we talked about it. i typed in you know my family my son gets like 60 dollars like i get 30 dollars that was owed to me but we had a lady call scott our boss and say um just i wanted to thank them for talking about it because i was owed 1500 dollars <gasps> oh my goodness wow yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good amount of money. I get nothing, though, in case you're yeah, he get, he Is that nothing. current? That's going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want me to tell you the site, Charlie? <laughs> yes, I want to know. I'm going to okay. go check. If you get $1,500, Charlie, you're, you're buying lunch. Deal. Okay, sold. 
If I get fifteen dollars, I'm buying myself lunch. <laughs> so I'm, somebody's getting lunch. Hey, yeah. Chicken fingers and cheese pizza are cheap. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, we thank you guys for coming and joining us. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's our pleasure. We'll uh-huh. have you back. Get something cool. <laughs> it was my pleasure. I'll let him speak for him. So. Yeah. Well, I'll go with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank y'all for taking time to, to join us. So. Yeah. yeah so I still can't answer your mustache question, but. That's okay. That's because okay. I guess Should I've been with him for so long. What I about can't, like. like somebody else being in that other chair. What about nice somebody. Things. What about yeah. like some really hot star? Like, um, who's a guy from. The stars born. I've, I've, I'd appreciate okay, if you wouldn't on. say a hot guy and then look at me and say, who <laughs> is he? She's like, Charlie, who is a hot guy? <laughs> Who's that hot guy? Well, I didn't realize that's what I did. Right yeah, obviously, Charlie. there's going to be a... I can't think of one. Charlie, can you sorry, one? sorry, guys. I didn't yeah. mean it like that. Uh, what, Bradley Jackson, is that his name? No, it's not Bradley Jackson. Who is it? Bradley Cooper. Bra- thank you, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Jackson. Well, there's two Bradley Jacksons that you know. One lives here and one... I was thinking of the Star is Born, though, not the one from the t- Tennessee Chamber. Did you watch that movie? <laughs> yes. Did you cry at the end? No. But it was good. It I was did. good. I had to you turn cried? down... I had to turn... I had to go to the other room and watch it because there's a lot of cussing. And my kiddos yeah. were there. So, and at first I was like, dang, like every other word was the F bomb. I'm like, I gotta go to the other room and watch this. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, me either. I cried for all of us. Oh, you did? That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I cried on Marley and me when the dog died, but not the. Well, now you ruined it. Yeah. If anyone's wanting to watch Marley and me tonight, don't bother. Katie just told well, you. Well, I think she also end. gave you the ending of the. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Go watch A Star is Born. It's really good. And we are playing the song on Q108. You sure are. Yeah, I heard it this morning. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.